It's the KOP Aftermath. Get, get ready. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Yo, 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 yo what's crack like this? Big Snoop Deal Double G. Yo, what's going on? This is Drizzy G. Radio. We're taking over the radio. It's going down. It's crazy. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast show here today. This is, of course, KLP Aftermath Season 2 with your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back to the studio. Welcome back to the show. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I know I owe a lot of of our fans. And of course, we got Tyrus in the building today. He is here making sure that we sound good. We sound excellent to you, by the way. Thank you so much for your hard work this week. Um, T, I owe you an apology. I, I owe a lot of our fans out there an apology because if you watched or listened to yesterday's podcast, you know that I sound a little different in yesterday's podcast versus today's show because yes, we are in the studio. Yes, we're with all our fancy toys and bells and whistles to make sure that our show sounds spiffy. Yes, I do want to thank you guys for being patient with us simply because um, Yes, it has been one of those things. It's been it, yesterday. I was coming from one of my Emory offices, and traffic was just not on my side. T, and I, I apologize for that because it's just one of those things that I was hoping to be home on a decent time. I was hoping to leave at a decent time. I was hoping to be at the studio at a decent time. It was a lot of things I was hoping for yesterday that didn't happen. Uh, Traffic-wise, commute-wise. So I do want to thank a lot of people like you guys out there who's been watching the show and who's been, you know, you know, who's been been with the show for, for quite a long time. And I couldn't give you guys one of my professional podcast shows as of yesterday because I sat through traffic for about two hours y'all one of the things that happened of course two hours i was sitting in traffic it was not fun and i was upset because i really wanted to really be in the podcast version of it i really wanted to be in the studio to give you guys a full-on podcast show with the equipment my headphones the microphone the phantom power i want to give you guys such a great show for yesterday and i was not able to that to do that because i was sitting in traffic um we did shift our hours up a little bit this week because you know as you guys know it's no secret uh of course one of the jobs i have not only being ceo of a media media company i do work for an institution emory university so you know i worked there of course for a couple of months now and you know i do that on the side as well and i was not able to i left left the office out on time t i just i was just sitting in traffic because there was so much traffic and we have students right our students they are on spring break right now so when we shift our hours with that i have to shift my hours with klp entertainment as well so i have to shift up the the hour times for emory and klp entertainment which led me to face five o'clock six o'clock traffic which was not fun um it's not fun to dabble into that traffic wise and it's rare that i drive in that kind of traffic normally it's a Saturday that I'm riding around in that in, in that traffic. But during the week, I get I, I start we start late and we end late. So we don't face heavy traffic. So nevertheless, you know, I was not able to do, to give you guys a great show yesterday, but I will promise you guys I will give you guys a great show today. Um, I got 
to the studio at a decent time, T. I mean, it still took a minute for me to get here, but you know, we, we got here at a decent time. So I wanted to give you guys, the fans, the viewers, if you're listening to the show, thank you. If you're watching the show, I want to give you guys a great show. Um, will I talk about State of Play or will I re-talk about State of Play? No, because yesterday's episode was an interesting one, but it was 40 minutes and we only have 30 minutes, right? So um I'll go in a little bit about State of Play. Again, if you wanted to hear more about State of Play, in my opinion, go watch yesterday's podcast or listen to yesterday's podcast because I went in, I drilled in on yesterday's State of Play. Long story short, you know, just wasn't my my cup of tea. You know, I, I wish PlayStation would have. And I'm a gamer, right? You know, a lot of us gamers were expecting so much more out of a game company, out of gaming software companies, out, out, out of game uh, studios we're expecting so much more and we just didn't get what we expected so like i say in yesterday's podcast uh, i say and let's stay true to it i wish a lot of us gamers were not so uh, privileged and and so so entitled to something that you know they're probably working on it just takes time for people to work on these type of projects so um i say very loosely to a lot of fans you know just be patient we we've got a lot of great games for playstation 5 right now so you can try out the games you got available right now i'm saying cyberpunk 2077 the, the fixings that they did is pretty good uh horizon forbidden west is pretty good i heard elden ring was pretty good i did hear elden ring was a little bit hard to beat um, because a lot of people are getting frustrated with that game because it's so hard. But you know what I always say, you know, games are never, never fun if they're too easy. You like a good challenge in the game, so you're not frustrated, you can get through and you have a sweet reward with it. So maybe it's for the best. Gran Turismo 7 came out. I won't get the game because I'm not that big fan of the um of the racing type games that much. I mean, I like Forza Horizon, right? I like the Forza Horizon series, but I haven't been a huge Gran Turismo fan. Maybe it may wild me. I might pick the game up if it's on sale, but would I spend $70 for it? No, I would not. Um, the new WWE game is coming out, WWE 2K 2022. So, of course, that's the game that's coming out. And uh, I probably won't pick that one up. But if my brothers do, both my brothers, maybe one of them might pick it up. Maybe I'll give that game a try if one of my brothers pick it up. But, you know, I'm just more of a uh, Call of Duty, Horizon Forbidden West or Cyberpunk. I'm that type of player, right? So um, I did say, and we'll move on to you, of course, because that's not today's topic, but you know, I was kind of hoping a new Sly Cooper game. I'll, I'll be honest, I was upset. I was I was kind of sad that we didn't see Sly Cooper 5, but you know, maybe we'll see it at E3. Maybe we'll see it later this year, who knows? So uh, again, we're back in the studio, giving you guys a full-fledged show. Of course, we got the audio systems here because we're live in the studio to give you guys such a great show. And you know, we're gonna move on from yesterday. So of course, this new show, I got to talk about it here on today's show because it will behoove me if I didn't talk about it. And I kind of talked about it in a couple of podcast episodes before, but I never really dabbled into the show until I started watching it, of course. Um, Bel Air, that's on Peacock right now, y'all. Bel Air is a great show. I think a lot of people were looking forward to Bel Air being kind of like the sitcom. Of course, this show feels to me that this show is completely different. I, this show is completely different, y'all. Take my word for it. And I'm gonna talk about it a little bit more. Of course, you got the origin kind of story of Will playing Will Smith. Uh, and that's not Will that's playing, that's uh, the other actor. I'm blanking out on his name, T. Um, but 
And of course, you have the story of the Fresh Prince of El Air, but you have a darker version of the show. Let me tell you, this show is phenomenal simply because honestly, even though the show is called Bel Air and it kind of, of course, it has the characters like Aunt Viv and, and, and Uncle Phil, you know, these characters are here, right? But there's a totally, completely different way of how the show is run. And as I have my phone out here, because I don't want to miss out, I don't want to blank out on the actors' names because I never want to do that. But honestly, this show is pretty good, y'all. This is one of the shows that you must watch. Now, don't go into the show thinking that this show is going to be just like the sitcom. You are sadly mistaken it will not be like the sitcom this is a darker this is a grittier version of this hit 90 sitcom and honestly i love it a lot of people hate it i love it of course jabari banks of course and it's interesting his last name is banks because philip and vivian banks those, those are the characters so that's that's cool i don't know how that happened of course jabari banks plays will smith and he plays will very very well um i remember seeing because i do follow will smith's uh youtube account and they were building up for the show, getting ready for the premiere. And I remember he meets the actor for the first time. Well, not really for the first time, because of course, obviously, Will Smith is the executive producer for the show. But in a long time after everything was filmed, they meet again to talk about the the show. Of course, you got Coco Jones to play Hillary Banks. Of course, Coco Jones, she's been in quite a few stuff as of late that I've seen. Of course, she's got her own show. She's been in so many good things. She's been in Let It Shine, Good Luck Charlie, and so much more. Uh, I remember seeing Coco Jones in uh, quite a few Disney type shows. Of course, Ollie Sholton, I hopefully I pronounce his last name. He is played, he is playing the character of Carlton Banks. And let me tell y'all, Carlton, Carlton is a little booger in this in this show. This is such a complete difference of Carlton because you have um Alfonso to play, and I blanked out his last name too, but Alfonso to play Carlton back in the day in the 90s, and he was like the happiest kind of Carlton. You know, Carlton was the character that you laughed at, but in this show. Carlton is a little booger in this show. He is such a mean head when it comes to his cousin, Will. Um, he is this, like I say, entitled, kind of prissy, kind of rich boy who goes to uh, Bel Air Academy and he's high and mighty because of the family and, you know, he's coming from money and, you know, he's high and mighty at the Bel Air Academy. And he's done some things that I'm just like, whoa, okay, Carlton did this? You would never see this done in the 90s sitcom. So it's very interesting how they took Carlton's lovable character into, and I don't hate the character. I think the character's funny. I don't hate Ollie Sholton. He's playing the character, that's his job, he's an actor. But they did such a good job of making me hate Carlton. Not in a bad way. It's just like, whatever show you have, you, you're gonna have that character that you just despise, but you keep watching it to see what he's gonna do next. And Carlton Banks, played by Ollie Charlton, that is the character I despise because he tries to tear down Will Smith in this series. Of course, you have Adrian Holmes to play uh, Philip Banks, and I feel like he's played in quite a few stuff too. I think I've seen him in a Medea movie at one point, but he did play in Enhanced, of course, uh, Like Mike 2, and of course, 19 2. I don't know that show, but I feel like he played in so much more movies that I remembered. Of course, Cassandra Freeman, of course, she's played in, uh, she's playing Vivian Banks, I'm good. And of course, Vivian Banks, she's such, I don't know, she's just a sweetheart. She just wants peace for everybody. But then you got a shocking uh, announced character, of course, Michael Ely is also in this show. 
And that's the episode of Mars Spoiler Alert to a lot of people. Um, T, I know you said you've seen it, but to a lot of people who haven't seen the show, Spoiler Alert, because I might spoil some things. Uh, if you have a Peacock subscription, this is a show you have to watch. Uh, of course, uh, Kira Akbar that plays Ashley Banks, very interesting. Her character is very interesting too, because uh, she was kind of one of the younger cats and she's played in Captain Marvel. Of course, she, I believe she was um, the little girl in Captain, Captain Marvel and we can we can be heroes i haven't seen that movie um but i do know she was in captain marvel I, when i saw her in there I was like okay i know who she is and now she's playing bel-air she's getting her career started um very interesting for her because now they're it's they're showing a character like ashley banks played by akira uh, akbar who is experiencing some things at a young age Again, spoiler alert to a lot of people. I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil some things, but it turns out that she actually likes girls in this show. So um, very interesting that they're starting to um, express the LGBT community at a young age. I think that's very awesome because it's not expressed enough in the young age, but then a lot of people will say that, hey, she's 12, she, she might be confused, You're, she's so young in this show, so maybe she doesn't know what she wants yet because her character is only 12 years old in the Bel Air series. But it's very interesting. Of course, you have, um, and I'm gonna try my very best, uh, Jimmy Akibola. If I pronounce the last name right, give me a thumbs up on the show. Play, she, he is playing Jeffrey. He's been in some quite interesting stuff as well. I've seen him and so many good things. Of course, you had the tower in 2021. I did see a couple episodes. Or war was this a movie? Comment below. Let me know the tower. Was that a show or a movie? I can't really. Re no, I think that was a show. I did see a couple of episodes of, of that show. He's playing Jeffrey and again. Jeffrey's different, right? Because you remember Jeffrey the. I don't want to say Jeffrey the butler, but Jeffrey the house manager. In the 90s sitcom, he was the aide for the Banks family. He was very secretive, but in the series, Bel Air from Peacock, he is this, this dark, gritty, um, protect the family at all costs, no matter what it is, protect the family at all costs, meaning, of course, uh, Rashad is one character that's looking for that's looking um, for Trey and Will. Those are the two characters in the show. And Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey does some things that, you know, it's out there and it, it, that can happen to you. So, um, you know, he's 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 the, the behind the scenes guy. He's he's the guy that cleans the cleans up the mess for the banks. If you if you and I'm trying to keep the show PG, but he is more grittier in this show, and I love it. Uh, Jazz is played by Jordan B. Jones, Jordan L. Jones, excuse me, Jordan L. Jones. He does really good playing portraying this character, Jazz. Um, I think these characters, um, as I go down, of course, Connor Shatterfield played by Tyler Barnhart. Uh, you got uh, uh, V. Uh, by uh, Will's mother, April Parker Jones, and I, I do like it in the in the beginning of the show. Not trying to get off topic, but of course, they kind of reference the theme song a little bit. You know, he in, they asked uh, asked Will a character asked Will, "Where you from?" He was like, "Oh, I'm from Philly, born and raised." That's a that's a lyric from the theme song, and of course, um, he talks to Will Smith. Jabari Banks talks to Aunt Viv. Uh, Aunt Viv and said, yeah, you know what it is. You know, my mom, I got into a fight, my mom got scared. I like it how they reference the actual, some lyrics from the song into the first episode. I thought that was a great, great, great touch. Great producing, great writing for that. I, I think that was a great, 
Uh, we got Dwayne Martin to play Stephen Lewis. He is the campaign manager of Philip Banks. Of course, you guys don't know if you guys you guys should know. Of course, Philip Banks, Uncle Phil is running from district, running for district attorney in Los Angeles. And of course, Dwayne Martin is playing or portraying Stephen Lewis, the campaign manager, if you will. It's good to see Dwayne Martin back into the light of things, getting some stuff done. Of course, it's always good to see actors that were so phenomenal, but they kind of. I mean, they kind of, you know, not fell off, but kind of haven't been in that much stuff after their hit break and then they're coming back. I think this is a great move for Dwayne Martin. Um, it's awesome. It really is awesome. Of course, if you guys don't know Dwayne Martin, he's been in quite a few stuff. Uh, LA's Finest, Bill Air, uh, the, the Real Husbands of Hollywood. I think he's in the newest season right now. All of us. He's been in some great stuff. Of course, he... Uh, I want to say, was he married to Tisha Campbell? Did they divorce? I think they might have divorced because she dropped her name. I don't know. I haven't been up to that. Of course, Javante Hart is played by Trey Melbourne. Of course, Trey is Will's best friend. And Trey, in one episode, is very good because Trey and Will, they go to a concert uh, for by Uncle Phil. And it was really cool to see D Smoke. If you guys don't know D Smoke, he is a famous rapper, awesome hip hop artist who I want to say, believe, won season one of Rhythm and Flow. That is the Netflix um, competition show that was hosted by T.I., Chance the Rapper, and Cardi B. So he was the winner of season one. He skyrocketed his uh, skyrocket his his uh, campaign. Of course, Karuchi Chan is played by a character by Ivy. I haven't seen her yet, so she might be in an episode coming up. But it's good to see Karucha, Karuchi Chan in back into the light of things i think her latest work was claws that was on tnt right now so a lot of these great actors they're doing some great things and i am i'm here for it i'm i'm, I'm excited to see more episodes about it this show is it's it's very fantastic it just it goes down the story and tells the story of will smith now we only have about seven episodes in so i can't really give you a super super full review about what happens next but you know will is i'm on the point now that will now that he's in California, he has his new life with the Banks family. Does he move back to Philadelphia? Does he move back to his home roots or do he stay in Los Angeles? Personally, I think if you're coming from a place where there were some heartache, there were some some things going down, um, you're born in that side of the track where there's, there's dope riding on, on the streets, there's gang members, there's robbery, there's drugs involved, and you move across the nation for a better life, I think that's something that will should should stay. You know, I don't know how the series goes. You know, we only have seven episodes, but if it was me, and I say this very loosely because honestly, I, I had some struggles, but I, I I didn't I wasn't born into the side of the track where I noticed drug dealing, I noticed um, gang members. I, I haven't seen that, so I can't say that I have. I'm not gonna disrespect people who've seen it, who's been in that, who's been in that light. I'm not gonna say that because I I have I don't I have no idea, right? But if it was me. I would stay in California and embrace the new life. Of course, the Banks family, the house is bigger. Um, the cars are, are nicer. And that's probably one of Will Smith's houses that he owns probably for the show. Um, the house is really nice, by the way. So, you know, it's a great show. Give Bel Air a chance, y'all. I know a lot of people don't like it because a lot of people are reminiscing the 90s sitcom. But you got to give this show a chance simply because I think... They have a lot of people who are creatively writing this and being very careful with this IP. Um, I think it sells. I like the show. So I just uh, take my word for it if you can, if you will. 
but I, I love the show. I really do love the show. It's really, really good. Next, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, the trending news, of course, is relating to the great, of course, Kim Kardashian. We're not going to talk about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. I know the Breakfast Club's been, been covering their story about their divorce and all that. We're not going to talk about this, but this is something that I wanted to talk about, of course, because Kim, he, she's in the light of things right now. She's out there. She's, she's the topic of conversation, sadly, solely because of the divorce from Kanye West. We're not going to dabble into that because that's just too messy for me. We're just not going to dabble into this. But this is what she said. Kim Kardashian faces backlash for saying it seems like no one wants to work these days. Of course, Kim Kardashian is facing social media backlash uh, after her advice to women in business went viral on Wednesday. Of course, we, if you guys didn't know, International Women's Day was two days ago, I want to say. So I think she was doing something from for Verity about this, but she kind of got some backlash. Of course, Kardashian who is on the cover of um, Variety, Variety, excuse me, along the sisters Courtney and Chloe and mom Kris Jenner spoke to publication about the new Hulu series, The Kardashians, coming back for Hulu. We all saw that commercial in the video interview by Variety. Uh, the reality television star, who is now 41, said that I had the best advice for a woman in business. Get the, and I'm not going to say these cuss words because we are a PG show, but get, get your effing a word up and work um it seems like no one wants to work these days is what she said her older sister courtney kardashian claimed that that's so true continue to explain her thoughts on how to become a successful businesswoman kim kardashian shared uh you have to surround yourself with people that want to work have a great work environment where everyone loves that loves what they do because you have one life Honestly, I don't think she should get a lot of backlash because honestly, I kind of agree with her, right? And I'm not saying women don't want to work. That's not what I'm saying on the podcast before people slam me on the podcast. I think it's men and women right now who just some, right? Who either might have got laid off, right? Because you got laid off, right? Let's just say 2020, you got stimulus money, right? So a lot of people play the smart with their money. A lot of people put their money up and some people made it to where they made money they don't have to work. It could be that purpose. And I agree with her on some points because some people don't want to work. Some people say, hey, I got money. I don't have to work because a lot of jobs now, and I saw a post about this tea about Amazon and that, those are my Amazon days because you guys don't remember, I used to partner with Amazon. Um, a lot of people are either getting stressed out with their jobs and it's been said too that 80 percent of employers quit their job solely because of management managers i had some pretty 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 bad managers working for amazon trust me believe me i've had some really horrible people as managers as owners of logistics companies with amazon that dropped me to quit now luckily emory called me up and said hey we like your resume would you want to come work with us and of course it was a no-brainer but back in the past i've had some really really bad even when i worked for marriott i had a very bad boss so it's one of those things that people are fed up with managers treating other workers and co-workers pretty badly right so that could be the reason why people don't want to work because they don't want to have to answer to nobody 2020 was very interesting because a lot of people became entrepreneurs like a lot of people sold a lot of stuff some people created some things and sold some things. Some people made viral videos and sold the videos. A lot of people were making music on the side and that's that side hustling, they're doing it, they're paying for it. So 
you know, it, it, it both ways with that, with, you know, people not wanting to work. And, you know, it's true. People don't want to work these days because people were relying on stimulus. A lot of people just relied on that money and just sat on it. And that's pretty smart if you did. But honestly, I agree with her is you want to get up and you want to work, right? I, I am glad that I get up every day and I'm going to the office, whether it's the Emory office or my Kilby Entertainment office, I'm going to work something. I'm going to work on something and make money off of something because we're living in this day and age where inflation is high, gas is now high. If you're renting out, renting is high. You have to work so that way you can live that sustainable, comfortable lifestyle. And I think people, if you're in school too, that counts as a job. Trust me, I was in college. And I worked through college. I worked, I had a full-time job and a full-time student in college, graduated um, with a bachelor's degree in business. So it's your work ethic that you have to bring to the table. So with Kim Kardashian is getting a lot of heat from saying what she said, she might've said it a little wrong. A lot of people might have taken it wrong, but I, I agree with her. People do need to get up and start working. Now there's two ways, there's two ways to everything. There's a two-way street for everything. This next thing could be people want to work. A lot of people are not hiring or a lot of people want to work. Jobs, companies are not hiring for a good raise or a good wage. Um, a lot of people are getting some very terrible wage offers and, you know, you can't make a living. I think if you make above $14 an hour and if you're living by yourself, now if you have kids and other things, that's I mean, I don't know what to tell you about that, but if you have it to where it's just you and you make $14 or up you're pretty okay I mean you're not rich but you're not under the bridge right you're not under the bridge you're not homeless you're not out there on the street because trust me in Atlanta there's homelessness in Atlanta it's, it's deep so I, for, I, I thank God each and every day I'm going to the KLP Entertainment office to make some money and to do what I love I'm going to Emory office with Kennedy Lucas Patterson because to make money and it's something I love to do. So it's a two-way street with this. And that's probably what I would have said if I was Kim Kardashian. Obviously I'm not, but that's maybe that probably would have been something I said. There's a two-way street from this story. You know, a lot of big companies, they're not hiring. A lot of companies had impact from COVID-19 as well. They don't have money to hire people. As much as they, uh, as much as you send out applications, trust me, I've sent out thousands and thousands of applications, different kind of jobs, and I couldn't even get one. Several of them called me up, right? So it's, it's you know, jobs are scarce right now. A lot of people can't afford to pay people the right amount of money for you to make a living right now because of COVID and inflation and supply chain uh, demands are high. So it's a two-way street to that. Um, but I hope, hopefully the, the backlash is over. I think backlashes from her is going to be over very soon because you know, she's Kim Kardashian. She got a show going on, thing, lights on her right now with, with her divorce. So it's, it's a lot of things that, that kind of goes around here. Uh, I wanted to talk about this one thing, of course. Uh, this was very funny to talk about as I got about four minutes left that my uh, producer, Tyrus Lester, is telling me. Thanks, T. I always make sure I stay on time. Of course, I want to talk about these three, well, these two big YouTubers and this swanky company, of course. If you guys didn't, if you hopefully you guys didn't miss it, but I tweeted about this. Of course, the big YouTube stars of Marquez Brownlee and Mr. Who's Your Boss. Congratulations to Mr. Who's Your Boss in particular because he just reached 10 million subscribers on YouTube. He posted on his Instagram account today that he um, he got his uh, diamond plaque 
that thing looks pretty big and very expensive from YouTube. So uh, congratulations to Mr. Hooch Boss. I, I follow both of them. I subscribe to both of them. Um, I actually do like their work because they're giving me some ideas about how we get back our flow with animation and, and running a studio, especially Marcus Brownlee. He was on another YouTube channel. So I forgot their YouTube channel name, but they did. He did an interview with the two gentlemen and showed he showed the two gentlemen around his studio. And I was just in awe. I was just so I was I was I was impressed about Marquez Brownlee's YouTube studio because this is a black man that owns the studio. Obviously, we are here in Atlanta, right, T? And we own our studios. We're 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 smaller than, than Marquez Brownlee, obviously. But um, it, it really brings me joy that there's a black man who's owning this big studio, who owns this company, makes, yeah, he's probably a millionaire, honestly, I think he's a millionaire, but he has millions of followers, he's doing some dope stuff, and I'm always continue to be a subscriber. Uh, I didn't watch Marquez Brownlee or Mr. Who's Your Boss, I haven't watched them too when they first started, I'll be honest, I haven't, but as they grew and they're doing their thing, I, I applaud them, and it's not... I hope they hear the podcast. Maybe, maybe not. But I, I applaud them for the work they're doing. Um, Mr. Who's Boss got 10 million subscribers. I, you know, it gives me inspiration for our channel, right? They partnered up with D-Band Skins, y'all. And get this, they're giving away a whole heck of a lot of stuff. Uh, you're talking PS5s. You're talking the new Nintendo Switch uh, OLED display. You're talking the new iPhone 13 Pros. What else are they? They're giving away some T-shirts, the new Apple AirPods 3s. They're giving away so much stuff for this year. I am pretty happy that they are. I actually submitted my entry to the competition. They did. I didn't get a DM yet, so I probably won't win this giveaway. But it's always good to see YouTubers kind of give back to the community. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm very appreciative for, for the content. Um, keep doing your thing, y'all. Marquez Brownlee, Mr. Your Boss, keep doing your thing because y'all you, you, doing the dang thing. So, you know, just keep on with it. So as I look to my producer, we're running out of time here on tonight's show. Hopefully you guys enjoyed today's show, The KLP Aftermath. It's good to give you guys an actual full show today. If you're listening to the channel of KLP Entertainment and on Daily Motion and YouTube, subscribe, like, and hit that bell notification so that way you don't miss a new episode. And also, if you're listening to the audio platforms of Amazon Music, Audible, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Share with your friends, letting you guys know that we were live here tonight on KLP Aftermath. So that's going to wrap it up. We'll see you guys next week for more episodes. This has been the KLP Aftermath with your host, Gil Virginity Lucas. As always, stay safe, stay swanky.